you really can't make the separation now between business and technology. They are so intertwined. And we've got to have a way to measure that and manage that in a way that is consistent and repeatable, but at the same time, responsive and, and appropriate with its flexibility. Technology is transforming how we think, how we lead, and how we win. From InterVision, this is Status Go, the show helping IT leaders move beyond the status quo, master their craft, and propel their IT vision. Welcome to Status Go. I'm your host, Jeff Tun. The world has gone agile. Business is changing at a frenetic pace. IT must keep up. Information technology service management with its command and control structures based on ITIL is dead. Companies that have implemented should abandon it. Companies that haven't should not go down that path. Doug, what say you? Well, you know, that's a great, um, that's a great statement. ITIL is dead. And I would say that ITIL as we know it, or ITIL as many have tried to adopt and adapt it, certainly is dead. But um, perhaps it's time for another look at what ITIL really brings to the table. All right. So our guest today is Doug Tedder of Tedder Consulting. Doug, before we get back to wrestling with this question, why don't you give our listeners a bit of your background? Well, thanks, Jeff. Um, so my name is Doug Tedder, as Jeff said, and I am the principal consultant for Tedder Consulting. I do IT service management consulting, uh, IT governance consulting, process improvement. I help make IT make for better business. That's basically what I do. Uh, I've been in the service management field for nearly 20 years now. And uh, as an independent consultant over the last six, I, I've seen a lot of the uh, a lot of the challenges and a lot of the issues that Jeff you described in your opening statement. And um, maybe it's another maybe it's time to take another look at what service management really is and where ITIL fits in that equation. So you're, you're saying that ITSM is still critical, maybe even more critical than ever. Why, why do you say that, Doug? Well. You know, there's a couple of things that I think is happening or I know is happening in, in today's uh, always on, always connected economy. You know, technology is more integrated within businesses than it ever has been. There really is no aspect of any business that doesn't have some kind of reliance on technology. So it's critical that technology always is working, delivering that business value consistently delivering the kinds of outcomes that business expects from the use of technology and do it in a way that is impactful, measurable, and, and yet at the same time responsive to those needs. Service management is that approach that takes that end-to-end -end look at how technology is being used within an organization and ensures that those things are happening, business value, repeatable outcomes, measurability, those kinds of things. So, I think that's the, one of the bigger drivers. Uh, the second thing I think is going on here is that the line between technology and business, uh, I kind of alluded to that in my opening comment, but that line is blurred at best. You, you really can't make the separation now between business and technology. They are so intertwined. And we've got to have a way to measure that and manage that in a way that is 
consistent and repeatable, but at the same time, responsive and, and appropriate with its flexibility. That's modern service management in my, in my view. So you've been doing this for a number of years, and, and I imagine you've seen a lot of horror stories. There's a lot of these highly publicized failures of ITSM or ITIL implementations. Why do you think so many of them fail at it? Uh, you know, quite candidly, it, it you know, comes down to two or three key um, commonalities, I guess, if you will. Uh, one, I, I think the first one that I, that I see or have seen most frequently is that the service management implementation was treated as an IT initiative and not as a business initiative. And, and it makes a difference um, because service management has such impact on the business's use of technology. Really, it should have always been a business initiative so that the business can understand why IT is trying to do these things. Why, why does it make sense to have a service management approach? So that's usually one of the primary issues. The second issue that I often see is that um, IT organizations took a cookbook approach to service management. While there are a lot of values and, and principles from best practices and standards that can be applied across multiple organizations, uh, every organization is unique. And uh, organizations often try to look at something like an ITIL or, or a COBIT or uh, an ISO 20000, for example, as their service management guidance and try to implement it like a cookbook. Well, it, you know, the business wasn't built as a cookbook. How can you expect that service management be implemented following a cookbook? And then the third issue that, that I usually find is that businesses have taken too close or IT organizations took too close an association to a tool. So to say that differently, they bought a service management tool, really didn't understand the implications of buying that tool. They tried to implement the tool uh, and, and failed to identify their services, um, the business outcomes that they're going to give from those services and the processes that are needed to deliver those outcomes on a repeatable and measurable basis. So those are the top three things that I usually find. I think it's interesting, Doug, when you look at those three, that could describe just about any IT project ever undertaken, right? The reason that so many of them fail is because uh, it's driven by IT rather than a business initiative. Someone takes a cookbook approach to trying to implement something or it's tool first rather than fixing the process. How do you coach your clients or, your, or the people that you talk to to break out of those three traps, if you will? Oh, that's a great question. And, and I think the answer always comes back to what makes sense for your business. You know, why does your business need these things? You have to start with the why. And much like with any of those kinds of things that you listed, you know, there has to be a, a compelling reason why. And if you focus on that compelling why, then it really starts to change and have an open mind about it, right? Because uh, we, we, you know, we're humans and we get preformed opinions. You know, we, we see things like, you know, back to your opening, you know, that uh, ITIL is dead and, you know, agile is the way to go and don't even start ITIL if you haven't even looked at it. You, know, you, you got to have that, you got to take an open-minded approach to these things. And, and you have to be willing to admit that, Maybe, you know, there's something that we could do differently. 
maybe what we've been trying to do isn't working so well. Um, and, and it really comes back to those two things, it, you know, having an open mind, understanding the why you're doing this, and then adapt and adopt what you're doing from a service management perspective to accomplish those things. You mentioned the A word, agile. Mm-hmm. How does uh, IT service management or, or even the ITIL framework, how does that fit into an agile world, an agile methodology? Yeah, that's that's you know one of the common misperceptions is that agile and and ITIL don't get along, or DevOps and ITIL don't get along, or you you name it. Um, and mm-hmm. and the issue often is two things. One, first I'll dispel the myth: they absolutely do get along. What it requires, however, is some critical thinking about what it is that you're trying to accomplish, and what's the best way of doing it. And and the way I look at this. Jeff, is is when I think about service management, I look at DevOps and Agile and ITIL and COVID and, and other uh, other methodologies. It's kind of tools in the toolbox. You know, if, if you contract somebody to build your house, they're going to bring more than just a hammer to build your house. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, there's, there's that, you know, uh, popular uh, theory, you know, when, when all you have is a hammer, every problem becomes a nail. Exactly. And that's how many organizations have fallen into the trap. You bring the right tools to build the right kinds of things that you need to do. And, you know, there, there can be, and, and I often try to use an agile approach to developing processes. And there's some things that make a lot of sense from a DevOps perspective when it comes to management of change uh, technical changes within an organization. So you bring the right tool out of the toolbox to do what is needed for the business. And my house and your house, while they both do the same functional kinds of things, are going to look very different based upon our personal preferences. The same thing's right. going to happen right. with your service management implementation. You're, you're going to have similarities, but because of the uniqueness in your business versus another business, you want to use the right tool in the toolbox and service management gives us this overarching umbrella under which to make those things happen. You mentioned a couple of things in there that I, that I want to get back to the, the first one is just to, just to clarify our analogy of tools versus one of the issues that you run into with a failed ITSM project was uh, they chose a tool, yeah. right? So we're, we're, we're really talking about two different things there. We're talking about a software tool, a product that was chosen and drove the change versus having this toolbox, if you will, this virtual toolbox of a variety of different methods and uh, processes to implement this within the company. Is that correct? Yeah, that, that's, that's a great point. Um, Many, as as you said, and as we talked about a little bit earlier, they, they would go out and buy, and I, and I don't want to drop names here, but just Google ITSM tools and you'll get a whole 14 screens full of them. And, and uh, both from big to small kinds of software vendors and um, many of those will promise to do a lot of the things that we're talking about here. But when, when I talked about the tools and the toolbox with respect to service management, uh, ITIL is just one of those tools, and, and I firmly believe that you know DevOps belongs in my tool in my service management toolbox just as much as Agile and Scrum and Cobit and uh, any number of methodologies and and uh, approaches 
to make me a, an effective service manager for an organization, I, I have to have those kinds of tools in the toolbox. I, I don't like saying tricks up my sleeve because that, that mischaracterizes, <laughs> that mischaracterizes what I'm trying to do, but <laughs> it kind of makes it sound like hocus pocus. Or yes, magic. it does. And, and my hand never leaves my arm, you know, that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. so that's why I've, I've used the term, you know, tools in the toolbox, but uh, yeah, I can see yeah. where I've confused some folks with that one. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I just wanted to make sure that uh, everybody was following along with that. So the other thing that you mentioned that I thought was pretty interesting is you sometimes like to take an agile approach to process and process improvement. Can you talk a little bit more about how you do that? Because I find that concept of using agile for other things other than software development, which is kind of where it was born. I find that usage very interesting for a wide variety of things. So talk to us a little bit about that, Doug. Well, uh, and I'll do a a little bit of mea culpa here. When I first got involved with service management uh, some 20 years ago, it was about control and it was about putting restrictions in an environment. And, And, you know, at the time, maybe that made sense for a lot of reasons. But as as I've started to progress in my career, and, and certainly as I've gotten into the consulting space here, I've started to realize that, yes, we do need some controls, but we have to shift it to enablement. And one of the ways that we shift to enablement is that we do just enough process design to fit the need of the organization. Well, to me, that sure sounds like agile. Um, agile software development takes an approach where you do just enough and you meet just the requirement and, and you may start with, um, with a minimally viable product, right? Uh, and then you continue to enhance that product until either a, you meet your objectives or B your business says, Hey, good enough for me. Same thing with uh, IT service management process design. I have learned over the years that the way to get better adoption is to get inclusion, get everybody involved that's going to be impacted by it, not just IT people, by the way, and and then come up with this minimally viable product and and take short iterations toward enhancing that design to get to a point where, yeah, it, it's really doing what I needed to do for now. And that way we avoid a couple of things. One, we avoid over-engineering processes for no other reason than designing a process. And two, we, we're meeting the needs of the organization and they are part of that solution. So I think taking some of the uh, approaches that comes with the uh, agile methodology makes a heck of a lot of sense when it comes to service management. So I think we just invented another acronym, Doug. Have we? Uh, MVP is now minimum viable process. Yes. I, I right? think it's a, a great way to approach this. We should trademark that. Well, maybe we should. I, you know, I'm, I'm sure that somebody out there has come up with this. And I bet, you know, <laughs> I bet if I <laughs> pick up the phone or, you know, when someone listens to this podcast later, hey, I came up with that. You can't trademark it. But that's right. We'll, we'll, right. we'll at least yeah. claim it until someone makes us disclaim it. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> so this really gets into kind of the heart of the discussion for today is what is modern ITSM, modern IT service management, what does it look like? How is it different? And how can companies succeed at implementing it? 
Yeah, that, that's a great question. Well, if um, listeners haven't picked up on it by now, I want to make it very clear that service management is not just ITIL. ITIL is a, is a great framework. It's been around for a number of years. It is tried and true. It is a working methodology. It, it has um, uh, really stood the test of time. And a lot of service management concepts are certainly built from ITIL. Even ITIL has revised itself. It uh, announced a new edition. I'm not allowed to say version anymore. So it's an edition of <laughs> ITIL called ITIL 4. Probably a trademark problem there too, right? Yeah. So <laughs> ITIL is a trademark of Axelos. So I've got that in there now. So, yep, yep. but you know, ITIL as a methodology or framework is not the only way of doing service management. So back to the analogy of having multiple tools in the toolbox, I think the modern IT service management implementation features multiple tools in the toolbox. You know, secondly, some organizations took this, uh, you know, I would kind of say kind of a blind approach towards service management and did only service management kinds of things just because some book said so. And I, I don't agree with that. I, I think modern service management is about doing what is right for your organization. You got to find the right balance between responsiveness and stability, especially, you know, in this day and age of the digital economy. Um, yeah, I'm going to lose a customer if I'm not available at the time that they come in and, and access right. my systems. At the same time, I have to be able as an organization to respond to ever-changing customer needs. So I've got to find that balance. Well, how else am I going to do that unless I do some kind of management approach? And this, you know, enables me to do some of those things. And then the third thing that I think characterizes the modern service management implementation is this constant, almost maniacal view of continual improvement. It, it is really all about continually improving everything that we do. Uh, we, we've got to find and eliminate waste. We've got to find and eliminate bottlenecks. We, we've got to shift from being more uh, you know, reactive to more proactive, if not predictive. Uh, and, and we have to start acting like a holistic organization, not a collection of parts where the sales team is separated from the manufacturing team, separated from the logistics team, separated from the IT team. You know, we're all in this together and not one part of the organization can survive or function well without the other parts. We have to right. do the same thing with but, but, ITSM. I'm sorry, Jeff, go ahead. <laughs> doesn't that lead us to flexible, repeatable processes? Uh, you know, interesting it, juxtaposition yeah. there. Yeah, and, and it does sound weird when you say it, but that's exactly the point. We have a process, and, and process is not a four-letter word. It's nothing to be scared of. And it's because we have processes that we can deliver that consistent customer experience to uh, our customers in the organization. We can, cons we can deliver that consistent employee experience, which is becoming just as critical as delivering a good customer experience. But we also need to recognize, you know, the world, while, you know, we live in a process world, things happen within the process that are unique and different, and we have to be able to, to respond to those things. And, and in some cases, um, predict that they're going to happen. And again, this is where service management done well can, can really help an organization.
So I think I cut you off earlier, Doug, as we were talking about this and and uh, the description of modern ITSM. Was there was there an, another point you were trying to make before I uh, stepped all over you? No, no. The thing to keep in mind is that an organization, when when you think of it, an organization holistically, it really is a collection of value streams. Uh, how value flows, how value and information flows through organization. And the modern service management organization looks at the organization holistically, not just as the IT organization, although IT has a, a huge role here. Uh, but it really is about looking at it holistically, looking at it from a value stream perspective. How does information and, and value flow through the organization? What role does technology play in that value stream? And how do I apply service management concepts to those value streams to ensure that I have that consistency and stability, but at the same time, understand where I need flexibility? And, and that's the modern ITSM implementation in, in my view. So you've been doing this uh, work for quite a while, uh, dedicated a good portion of your career to it. What are some of the business results? And you don't have to name names of companies and, and such, but what are some business results that you've seen that you can attribute directly or indirectly to a company's adoption of uh, IT service management? Um, the first thing is that it brings measurability to this. And and what I mean by that is that there are so many things from an IT perspective that, that we can measure, and, and we do. Some things absolutely don't make sense, though, to share with our business colleagues. I mean, for example, I, I've seen organizations report on things like number of calls to a service desk or CPU utilization in the business, nobody cares. Right, right. So from a service management perspective, really what it is all about is what are the services that we're delivering? What are those business outcomes and the business value that we're delivering? And how do we measure that in terms that are meaningful then to the business that we're serving? So that's the first huge benefit that that I think a service management implementation done well does is it brings visibility and transparency into the use of technology and does it in a way that makes sense to the business. At the end of the day, it's the number of widgets that we produce or the number of sales. Uh, yeah, and right. IT has a contribution to that. So, so I think that's the first one. The second thing is that by doing some of this stuff, um, the business and IT start to get on the same page. And, and I, I, you know, I really, Quite frankly, I'm trying to remove that from my vocabulary, business and IT, because yeah. IT's yeah. always been part of the business. <laughs> I've been preaching that for a long time. Yeah, yeah. let me know if you're if you're able to get that out of uh, out of people's lexicon. Well, I, I hope so because <laughs> you know at the end of the day, it is a business, and and we happen to be part of the business somewhere. In the last twenty years, IT got it in its in its head that that we're on an island somewhere, and you know we got to get right. off the island. <laughs> By doing that, though, where service management then really helps is, amazingly enough, if both parties in this conversation here are on the same page, we become more responsive. We understand the impact that we make on the other. You know, IT is not an afterthought, nor is the business. The business becomes the primary target of what IT is trying to deliver, you know, value to that 
business and organization. So those are the two huge things that that really come out of this and and just, you know, cuts out all the firefighting and chaos that seems to happen within IT organizations even today. Just yeah. all hands on deck and everybody scrambling and working nights and weekends. And when I discovered service management, I, I discovered I had this thing called a weekend that I could do other things with. <laughs> Like, go figure. Imagine that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's something that that I know many people in IT have preached for quite a while is that you sometimes have to slow down to do more. Absolutely. Right? And if you if you take the time to define these processes, the flexible processes as we were discussing, it enables you to actually do more work get your hands around your day and perhaps as you say have a weekend i think that's one of the that's one of the benefits to the it team for taking a look at this wouldn't you say oh i would agree the other thing i would point out is you know we're we're living in this digital age and business and technology there's no difference the line is blurred we have to have processes in order to to have that good customer experience with the customer, have that good experience with our employees. And and quite frankly, in this digital world, we don't have the time nor the luxury of escalating every decision up the chain of command. We can't do it. It, it, You know, our customer will go somewhere else. Our employee will become frustrated. And the rules of the game in, in the digital economy have changed. If you don't have good service management processes in place, you don't have a good service management approach in place, you're stuck going up that chain of command. Meanwhile, your customer that's on their mobile device is going somewhere else to do their business. Um, and, And I really feel strongly about that. We've got to enable our customers to do business with us. Service management is a great way to enable the customer to do that, do exactly that. Well, and that's an interesting tie-in to the whole concept of digital transformation. I know some people treat that as a buzzword today, but we're all faced with the transformation of technology, the transformation of business, and tying it to the customer, right? Because that's one of the pillars of digital transformation is customer-centric and how are they interacting. And so um, these processes within IT and really within the business help to make the customer the center of what you're trying to do. Absolutely. I I was at a conference last week and and I got into a conversation with a vice president of infrastructure for a large insurance company. We we started to talk about the impact of, of the digital age. We talked about how that's impacted service management. We, We talked a little bit about the importance of service management. And he described a a new product from his company, which really epitomized digital transformation. And that is selling auto insurance by the mile. Think about that. Selling it by the mile. So you only pay for what you consume. Can you imagine? So that's a radical shift in, in the way to do business, digital transformation, Enabled right. by technology, because there we've got Bluetooth, we've got all kinds of technology involved. We still got our billing and and actuary systems on the back end of this. We still got all these processes in place that are making that happen. But here's the flexibility: I, I could drive five thousand miles in a month, 
you might drive 1500 miles in a month and you're going to pay less because we've enabled that with good solid processes and taking advantage of that technology and doing it in a way that enables that new business model. And and I was just taken aback by that. I said, wow, that is just a fabulous example of what technology and process and business working together can achieve in this age of digital transformation. That is a great example. I see the devices now that you're being asked if you would like to put in your car. Right. So it goes even beyond the miles that you're driving. It's are you a safe driver? I've always said, nah, I'm not going to put one of those in my car. I don't want them to see me uh, doing those jackrabbit starts off the, uh, away from the stoplight. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I get C pluses on my left turns. I haven't figured out what that is. I, I keep getting C pluses. I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Doug, our listeners today are made up of it leaders, those aspiring to be it leaders and, the message of ITSM is still viable today. What are some actions that our listeners could take today or tomorrow to start them on the path? What's one or two things that you would suggest to them that they can take immediate action with? That's a great question. I, you know, the thing the thing about service management, and, and admittedly, it has gotten a bit of a black eye, and there's a lot of reasons for that. Personally, I've shifted over the years. And you know, when I first got involved, like I said earlier, it, it really was about control. But I, I think there's some recognition now that that we have to have this overarching approach. And, and I think that's the first message is, is if you haven't looked at ITSM in a while or, or you're not familiar with ITSM, go have a look for yourself. You know, take another look at it. Take a look at it from the perspective of, uh, a holistic look across the organization, not just IT, and it's you know because service management will have that impact not only to IT but across the organization. Um, process is not a four-letter word. We need processes. That's how we're going to automate. That's that's how we're going to take advantage of things like artificial intelligence and process automation. You've got to have process. That you know. To your point, if we define what it is that we do, then when we need to make a change, we already know what we're doing. And that's that's the basis for making a change, understanding where you are today. And that's what service management can do for you. But, you know, the, the third thing I would suggest is really take a hard look at how technology is involved with the customer and how it's involved with delivery of the value streams and are you managing that in, in a consistent way that you feel confident that you're delivering the outcomes that your business is looking for? And can you do that in a way that's measurable and meaningful to the business? And if you can't answer yes to either of those questions, maybe it's time to take a look at what a modern service management approach can do for you. And uh, again, ITIL is a great, um, a great set of best practices, but it's not the only game in town. And so look at it from a service management perspective and what, uh, what things can I do and what, what uh, methodologies and approaches can I bring to bear to, to help accomplish those things for the business. So Doug, if you've listened to uh, any of our episodes, you know that I like to end with the question of What's the thing that we didn't talk about today that we would be remiss if we didn't share with the listeners? 
Gotcha. There's there's two things that come to mind. Uh, I, I and I just alluded to it just as we were closing here. It was ITSM is you know not only an enabler for the organization, but it enables the organization then to take its next step in its digital journey. I'm convinced of that. So um, if you're going to take advantage of artificial intelligence, if you're, if you're going to take advantage of automation, cognitive computing, predictive analytics, a lot of those things that may be just uh, pie in the sky kind of ideas, even as two or three years ago, those things are real. And the industry is rapidly heading toward that. If you don't have processes, what are you going to automate? Uh, if you don't have good, clean data, how can artificial intelligence help you? Um, it's not magic, but it is a foundational element in getting to those opportunities that are out there. And, and that's how the digital age is going to work. So there's the first one. I think the second thing is this idea of enterprise service management. Dropping the IT from ITSM and, and calling that enterprise service management is, is not quite enough. It, it really does require that, you know, taking a look at the organization holistically, looking at it in terms of value flow, value streams. And as we start to move further and further into this digital age, it's not just the IT organization that is a service provider. It's the entire organization that has to act as a service provider. And, and I think service management concepts can really help that organization, especially as we move into the digital age. So there's two things. Great. Doug, this has been a great conversation. I really appreciate you being our guest today. For our listeners, ITSM is not dead. It is still viable. In fact, it's probably more viable and more necessary today than it ever has been as information technology takes the center stage. So we urge you, uh, if you've looked at ITSM before, take another look. If you haven't looked in that direction, encourage you to do a little bit of research and uh, go in that direction. If you have a question or you want to learn more, go to intervision.com. The show notes will provide links and contact information. This is Jeff Tun for Doug Tedder. Thank you very much for listening. You've been listening to the Status Go podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or get more information at intervision.com. If you'd like to contribute to the conversation, find Intervision on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter. Thank you for listening. Until next time.